Welcome to the St Albans podcast, bringing you news, views and reviews for the city and district of St Albans. Welcome along to another edition of the St Albans podcast with me, Danny Smith, and also with... Matt Adams. Because he's here as well and, and, you know, let's face it, he's kind of the co-host, so, you know, we need to... need to. Yeah, should be a proper that. co-host, that'd be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, you kind of almost are. Well, it's just me and you most of the time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah, so it's the St Albans podcast with, with Matt and Danny. Yeah. How does that I sound? Like that. I'll give you first billing as well. That, that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> it's alphabetical, you see, Adams and Smith. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, there you go. Anyway, yes, Matt's here. Matt's back with a vengeance. And uh, we are we had a bit of a summer break. I hope you had a good summer break too. But uh, we're going to look at um, some news stories, as, as is our, our, our thing. Also on the, the, the show this time around as well, we're going to be hearing from Anna from Communities First. Uh, she's going to be telling us a little bit about, uh, about the benefits of being a member of Communities First and also about some training events they have coming up. But first, Matt, what's the first local news story? Right, we'll start off on a sort of a, a nice sort of fluffy story. Um, I don't know if... Um, many of your listeners remember um, British naturist uh, naturalist hang on yeah. there's a big difference which one <laughs> naturalist <do you> mean? <laughs> Graham Dangerfield um, he was on a, a lot of BBC programmes um, uh, back in the uh, sort of 70s and 80s that sort of time I think um, Blue, he was a regular on Blue Peter for example now he um, he had a, um, a couple of private zoos in the um, St Albans district uh, there was one at um, Boa Heath, which is sort of near Harpenden, and another in uh, Wheat Hampstead. Um, and apparently he's a real local character. I mean, I spoke to Peter Purvis, who was a uh, former Blue Peter presenter oh, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah. And he said he used to come up here all the time. He said he had a n- mini nature reserve um, and in his mother's garden, which I think is the, the farmhouse uh, that we're talking about, um, he had cages of foxes and a big apiary. Um, but he had like you know ocelots in a cage outside the window loads of animals there he was a real sort of you know well-known figure sort of a um, bit like Johnny Morris type oh yeah animal animal magic Um, anyway he's uh, he sadly passed away in uh, 2018 uh, at the grand old age of 80 I think he was Uh, and he um, his former um, zoo and wildlife rescue center in Harpenden um, was sold into um, private hands and they've completely converted it and apparently there were cages in the garden um, it was a real you know it's still very much a zoo a derelict zoo and they've turned it into a new into a family home and, and it's just gone on the market for quite a lot of money but it's it's not that's not the story for me it's that it's the you know what was you know what was happening on our doorsteps all these you know sort so it's of it's almost like a local history thing that's of yeah, interest to you yeah it's really quirky the yeah. fact that you know this this guy lived around here and a lot of people still remember him from his place in, in Wheat Hampstead. He's, um, you know, he, he pops up on, on sort of nostalgia websites and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. So Graham Dangerfield, uh, I'm, I must admit, not, I, I'm not familiar with him, but then I, I didn't live around here back then. And I think he's, we're a bit too young for, to remember him on TV. I mean, Johnny Morris obviously carried on for a lot longer Yeah. on, on sort of children's and programs. Terry and Nutkins, I remember Terry him. Nutkins, and then more latterly, yeah. Chris Packham was somebody yeah. who was a lot on children's. But so this was a guy who was probably a, a precursor to something. I would have thought so, a little bit before them. Right. Um, I mean, he, you know, this, this, the place in Boa's Bury Farm in Boa Heath, that was built in 1953. So, um, but some of the programmes he did were uh, Badger's Bend, Five O'Clock Club and Boom, <laughs> none of which I've heard of. No, 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 not <laughs> I know. Animal yeah. Magic, I've heard yeah. of that. And usually something will tr- 
you know, would trigger. I mean, I'd, I'd quite interested in old TV and I know quite a lot about it, but no, I hadn't, hadn't heard of them. But ah. yeah, a real local figure. They probably were on ITV. You, d- you didn't do that oh, as a no, kid. You were quite no. posh, weren't you? Absolutely. You, you, you had that button re- removed, didn't you, <laughs> off the telly? Just BBC for you. But uh, anyway, okay. So Graham Dangerfield's former home, which was a, a, a private zoo and wildlife rescue centre, has just been renovated and he's yeah. now on the market. Yeah. Can you imagine living next door, next door to that like, when it was a zoo? I don't know what would be worse, the noise or the smell. Yeah, yeah. It's what, it's what your neighbour said about your place. <laughs> Joining us now on the St Albans podcast, we have Anna from Communities First. Hello, Anna. Uh, we, poor old Anna. Tr- we tried to connect about three hours ago and we couldn't do it. We couldn't make it work for love nor money. But you, you, you're a trooper. You came back. You gave it another try. And now you're here. Hello. Great. Hi, Danny. And got Hello. it working eventually. Yes, yes, we got there in the end. So uh, Anna comes on each month and talks about Communities First and uh, what tells us about what Communities First is and how it can help people in the community, how it can help individuals who are looking for volunteering opportunities, how it can help local groups as well. And um, and yeah, what are we going to talk about this, this time around? Uh, so to start with, we're going to talk about our membership option for our community groups and uh, CICs, which community interest companies, charities, and how we we can support you um, through our membership. Um, So as a member, an organisation will have access to professional advice, training, support uh, that will help the organisation to thrive. And member benefits include... Support to set up and run a group, including guidance on structures, policies and the role of management committees and trustees, specialist funding advice and support, including identifying sources of funding and advice on completing funding applications, specialist volunteering support, including we promote your volunteer vacancies and match with suitable volunteers. Um, So you have access to our Communities First website members section, which is where you can can upload volunteer vacancies yourself that you want viewed on our website and log in and review training that you and your colleagues have undertaken. So we also have access to a range of networking and development events, including the Stronger Together Networks and regular Meet the Funder events, so organisations can meet funders directly. Um, we have a range of newsletters, including members e-news and a monthly funding newsletter. We represent organisations at a local, county and regional networks to ensure, ensure voices are heard, especially on decision-making partnerships. We can just help and guide in okay. managing the Now, I'm going to put a few things to you. Mm-hmm. And let me see if you tell me, yes, we help or no, we don't. Okay. Like a little game almost. Okay. <laughs> so uh, if I wanted help with writing um, a bid or a tender, is that something you can help with? Yes. Yep. So we have specialist um, colleagues who know all about how to write and support funding applications and they will they can help. Okay. What about if I needed to um, get help with... Uh, DBS checks, whether I even need them for my my work. What if, um, I don't know if all my staff need them, whether it's necessary. If it is how I go about it, can you help with that sort of thing? Definitely. So we can work with you to process your DBSs through us. 
um, but also advise you on whether they're needed and what level is needed, etc. Because there's multiple levels of DBS, so we can support that. Okay. Uh, what about um, if I need help with bookkeeping? Again, that's something that we can offer support in um, through our paid mem- um, through additional costs, but um, discounted rates for members. We can help with bookkeeping. Yes. All right. Let me think of one more thing. What about if I needed photo ID badges for my organisation? You can't help with that. You don't do that, do you? Actually, yes, we can do that as well. Um, so we do have the ability to to print and make ID badges for volunteers and organisations as well. So yeah, we wow. offer quite a so, lot. So you okay? So you've got quite a good package there. The things you offer. So mm-hmm. if if somebody's interested in in membership, what do they do to find out more? And and also what 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 are the costs or you know what other things do people need to know about membership? So membership is paid annually, um, and it costs from thirty pound up to sixty. Upwards, depending on whether you're a CIC, a voluntary organisation, a charity, but average is between thirty and sixty pound for the year. Um, we can be contacted, um, and I'm sure Daniel will put the email in the description, um, or you. So you can email us on member services at communitiesfirst.org.uk. Or contact us via our telephone, which is 01727-634-877. Now, some people might notice that is a new number. We have got a new number recently as we've moved offices. So it is is a new number, but you can contact us well, still on the old Even number. better news for the people of St. Albans, though, because you're now right slap bang in the middle of the town centre, aren't you? Um, we do have one office in the middle of the town centre, but that's not our main office anymore. Um, we are now based out in Frogmore area. Okay, but we do we but, do but have a regular there, so... yeah, so we do have a regular um office in the civic centre, um, and you can come there to see us for volunteering okay. or different things great stuff thank you for that um the uh the information that anna has just mentioned there about membership and about how to find out more and the contact number as well all of that is in the podcast notes right now and we'll have more from anna in a moment hi i'm chris aikman join me local author howard linsky and st albans podcast producer sam rolf for this st albans film guide each week one of us will guide you through the new releases at the cinema and on streaming services We'll also give you our choice of the best films to watch on UK free-to-air TV for the forthcoming week. So if you're a film lover, join us for a chat about all things movie-related every week as part of the St Albans podcast. New episodes will be released every Friday morning. For more information, visit stalbanspodcast.com or find us where any good podcasts are found. The new story now from your friend of mine, the Hearts Ads' very own Matt Adams. Hello. Right, we're going to do a couple of stories here on the energy crisis. The first one is more, it's more about how sometimes the national media spin things and the, the, you know, the local implications of that. Now, there were national newspaper headlines claiming that the old fighting cocks was at risk of closure because of the uh, spiralling energy costs. Um, headlines like um, Britain's oldest pub fighting for survival, uh, maybe forced to close, um, a uh, lot of big stories on in in the mail the metro the sun um this uh, you know this is all came 
from one uh, source. Now, a news agency uh, sent a reporter out there unannounced to talk to the general manager, and they syndicated their story to a host of media outlets. Um, and they were the one that put the whole thing on that it may be forced to close. But if you actually read the story, it doesn't say that at all. It says they're, you know, they're actually... They were talking about the industry as well as a much more general thing. And they're saying that, you know, a lot of pubs are going to struggle this winter and they need, you know, help from the government. Um, but they said that they were lucky because, you know, they're in an affluent area which attracts tourists and they've made the most of the summer. They've had a fantastic summer and effectively banked a lot of reserves. Um, so, you know, although it will, it will be difficult if prices go up, um, they're not you know, and certainly not looking at closing and they're, they're, you know, determined to be here next year. But I had to put a whole statement out about this because they were having people contact them and um, offering, um, you know, all these fundraising ideas, um, wanting to send them cash uh, to keep them afloat. And, you know, they, they just don't need it because it, it, although it's hard and it's hard for a lot of businesses, it's not reached that point yet. I mean, this is something where... <sighs> Is this what some people call lazy journalism? That that they're after a sensationalist story about how bad it all is. And I don't know if it's lazy. It's mo- it's it's misleading, uh, and it was designed to you know to get people reading that story. If you say that you know a twelve hundred year old pub, it's you know faces enclosure. That's a bit more than oh well, the pub you know a, a pub is saying that they they're all right actually, and it's not it's not as bad as you thought it was. Yeah. You know, that's a, they wouldn't have been able to sell that. And that's what they would have done. They sold this story to all these different news sources. Okay. Well, so, so in a way, it's good then that, that perhaps local news can, can correct this or can clarify Absolutely. The, the situation. I mean, that's often what, you know, what we end up doing. We have to put the record straight because of, you know, rumours and speculation. Um, you know, generally not in the national media, but often on social media where people think one thing's happening. And, you know, we are a voice of sort of, you know, authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I guess also you have more, is this fair to say, you have more time to actually ensure you get the stories right, whereas they're, they're probably under a great deal of pressure well, I mean, we, to knock one out quickly. We, so <laughs> we do try and get stories out as quickly as possible. But um, I don't know if you ever watched a programme called The Newsroom um, some years ago, Aaron Sorkin. Uh, yeah, there was a whole thing on that it. about they were being scooped on a particular story by various other news media. And they were saying, no, we, we want to get two sources to back it up. And I think at the end it turned out to be very, a different story. Um, but they took, you know, taking your time sometimes. Yeah, you don't get that immediate, you know, click th- through from um you know facebook or whatever but if if you get it wrong then that's you know that's going to have a much worse effect long term well yeah quite and and you know it is the sort of thing where where uh, i guess the public want want accuracy but the but perhaps yeah sometimes it's it's going to be you know was it don't be right be first or something like that isn't it yeah some sort of mantra but don't you know we're invested in this community so we don't want to upset people no and you do this is the thing as well that that you guys do you you um you know you you do look into these stories you find out what the the truth of it is and you report it to us and and that's not just how great the hearts advertisers but that's generally local news that's that's sort of what what happens isn't it absolutely to varying degrees And, and you guys are at the front end of 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 that but yeah you know so well thank you for that Oh, welcome. All right. We'll have one more new story from uh, Matt Adams from the Hearts Ad in a moment. 
Anna from Communities First is uh, still here with us on the St. Ormond's podcast this time around. And uh, we're going to look now at a couple of training courses that you've got coming up. So part of what Communities First offers as well is training for all sorts of people in all sorts of situations, all to do with volunteering in some way, shape or form. And, uh, and you've got a couple of courses you want to tell us about today. Yes. So we have a one that is an online training course called Anyone Can Volunteer. Um, volunteering can be very enriching and valuable experience. It helps with enhancing physical and mental health and well-being and volunteering experience will also give confidence, upgrade skills and provide valuable work experience. We have seen across the pandemic, as you might have guessed, that pan- that volunteering has made a world of difference to people's local communities and national causes. So this course aims to take you on your first step towards volunteering. It's an hour session online and it answers the how, the where, the what, the when, the why of volunteering. So it also covers understanding of volunteering, its roles, research into how you find roles and what skills. Um, And it's aimed for anybody who's looking or thinking about embarking on their voluntary journey. It runs on the 22nd of September, 11am through to 12pm. Okay, and we can find out more by uh, going, well, looking in the the, uh, notes of this episode right now or on our website, sonormanspodcast.com, where we'll find the links to um, the Anybody Can Volunteer course that's running on the 22nd of September from 11 a.m. online. Now, there is another course that you want to tell us about as well, isn't there? A New You. Yes. So A New You is there to help develop confidence, increase communication skills and develop teamwork. Um, It's a new course we're running. This is running in Boreham Wood, however, it's open to anyone across the areas we work for. It's a four-day course um, and it's in person and each session will look at a different topic um, from the first session being on team building the second session being on being assertive, stress awareness for the third session, and then communication and life skills for the sec- the fourth session. And it, um, if you attend all four days, then a certificate will also be given. Okay. Uh, so um, what time do the courses run for each of the days? So it... They run from 9.30 to about 2.30. Sometimes we finish a little bit early, but generally by 2.30. Um, And they run, the first date is on the 28th of September. The second, the 29th of September. The third, the 5th of October. And the fourth, the 6th of October. So they're Wednesdays and Thursdays. And they run in Boreham Wood um, out of our community centre. Okay, so that's at the Farriers Way Community Centre in Boreham Wood. And that's uh, the Wednesday the 28th and Thursday the 29th of September. And then Wednesday the 5th and Thursday the 6th of October from 9.30 to 2.30. And again, all those uh, details uh, will be, or the link to all those details will be found on our um, in our podcast notes and on our website at stalbanspodcast.com. Uh, Anna, thank you very much. Thank you for, for 
battling through all the technical problems we've had and 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 uh, yeah, we're grateful that you bring this to us and we look forward to hearing from you around about the same time next month look forward to it hi i'm elspeth jackman inviting you to listen to my podcast one-to-one with elspeth find a local person with a story and i'll be there to draw out all those little details you want to know about if i'm fascinated so will you be Each week I'll be talking to an interesting character who has a tale to tell. And the beauty of it is you can listen whenever you want to. To find the podcast, go to your podcasting platform of choice and search for the St Albans Podcast. Alternatively, go to stalbanspodcast.com slash Elspeth. That's One to One with Elspeth, part of the St. Albans podcast in association with the Hearts Advertiser. You never know, you could be my next guest. One more news story now from Matt Adams. Matt. Right, yes, this is another look at the energy crisis, um, particularly from the perspective of businesses. I think a lot of people have, have looked at how households are struggling in the, you know, in the current environment. But we're taking a look at this week on you know, the pubs, the restaurants, the shops, because um, they have been overlooked, haven't they? Yeah, Stop. they have because they don't have um, uh, a um, an energy price cap, so um, their bills could skyrocket by about four hundred percent without government intervention. Mm. Now it's rumoured at, at the time of recording. We're recording this on Wednesday, the seventh of September, in the afternoon. Uh, we, apparently, there's going to be an announcement tomorrow, Thursday, yes. the eighth. Yeah. Uh, it is rumoured that the prices are going to be frozen, and it is rumoured that this will also apply to small businesses Absolutely. as well as to domestic customers. But you're quite right; the price cap only affects domestic customers. Mm. I mean, don't forget, you know, while we've been s- sort of slogging our way through the Tory leadership. Um, uh, battle um, nothing has happened you know the phrase zombie government has been banded around you know if we should have had action on this months ago mm. because throughout the summer all these businesses have been struggling to pay exorbitant bills and you know get through the you, you know the, the some of the best that they can at the fear of being political here what on earth was the point of of the prime the former prime minister staying on to be the caretaker until the new one takes over if he didn't actually do anything i know i know it was you know you just look at some of the some of the figures that are bounding around here dylan's at, at the king's arms in george street they're saying they're facing an energy increase um totaling um 100k a year so they bring their bills to 126 pounds okay per year from november the first uh, the boot facing an increase of 82,000 on electricity alone. You know, then this is uh, on top of all these energy prices, they've seen um, beer and wine has gone up by 40 to 100 percent, food costs are up 100 to 200 percent. Um, you know, they're, trying, they're also increasing wages. And but at the same time, we've got no staff due to um, Brexit removing a vast majority of their workforce. So, you know, it's a terrible, terrible situation. We need something to be done. Mm. Well, hopefully next week we can talk a little bit about the announcement and the impact of that announcement and whether they've gone far enough. Yes. I mean, unfortunately, you can already sort of predict the stories, can't you? It almost just writes itself, really, that it will be that they've offered something, but it hasn't gone far enough. It's not quite uh, comprehensive enough. There are people who've been missed out. But all of that is speculation. We don't know yet what's going to happen until it, it is indeed announced. Absolutely. 
but yeah. uh, but no it i think it's very important to try to look at how it affects some of the businesses as well um and there are more than just pubs in in st albans you, yeah yeah yeah, you, well, yeah we spoke to <laughs> what boutiques as well boutiques yeah <laughs> and other businesses yeah, yeah yeah but 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 yeah because understandably that all the focus has been on how this affects families how this affects mm. the home but but it it will have a, that, a massive effect on 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 industry and and on commerce and and that in turn will affect us yes because if these places close all their prices rise exponentially to mm. cover their costs that will have a knock-on effect yeah yeah i know grim times yeah yes uh but there is hope at the same time. You know, yeah. the, the, you know, there, there could well be an announcement that will maybe make a big difference mm. on all of this. Let's hope it's not a case of too little, too late. Well, we'll find out. But uh, we'll find out how it affects us locally through the page of the Hearts Advertiser. Matt, thanks very much it's once again. Uh, thanks also to uh, Anna from Communities First. Next week on the podcast, uh, we have our literary correspondent, uh, Claire Hobber. Uh, she'll be back uh, talking about more books that we should be looking at. Uh, so that's coming up. And also on uh, on the podcast this week, we have the film guide with Chris and Sam. Uh, they carried on throughout the summer. They, they, oh, they were hardcore. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, they'll be back on the uh, uh, Friday looking at uh, new film releases in the cinema on streaming services and the best of what's on TV as well and then uh, we have the Dagnall Street Baptist Church uh, virtual service they carried on throughout the summer as well no they didn't they had two weeks off but slightly more hardcore <laughs> than us uh, and then uh, Elspeth Jackman will be back on Monday with one to one with Elspeth find out more about the St Albans podcast uh, on our website stalbanspodcast.com and also check out the notes of this here episode where you can find links to all the different bits and pieces we've told you about throughout this episode and we'll be back next week. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. I knew you were going to do that. Thanks for listening to this edition of the St. Albans Podcast with Danny Smith. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or a podcast platform of your choice. This will help us reach more listeners. Join us, the St. Albans Podcast, next Wednesday for more news, views and reviews. In the meantime, commit no nuisance. Produced by Samantha Rolfe. Logo and artwork by David Ellis. This is an independent production in association with the Heart Advertiser. If you would like to become a community partner or a sponsor of the podcast, please visit stalbanspodcast.com for more details.